Presented by Pharma. Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Raghuman Avalin. It's Monday. Today's show, why a GOP landslide in the midterms isn't so certain. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. The expected November election scenario is that Republicans take over the House and Senate. On average, since 1946, the president's party loses 26 House seats and four Senate seats in a midterm election. The traditional indicators still point to a typical midterm for Joe Biden, a low presidential approval rating of 42%, a two-point Republican average over Democrats on the generic ballot, and more than twice as many Democrats are retiring from the House than Republicans. But Democrats are beginning to whisper about something that sounds laughable to many observers maybe they can win the midterms. Some recent developments have started to pierce the conventional wisdom about the pending GOP wave. For example, when it comes to redistricting, catastrophic losses from partisan gerrymandering that many Democrats feared have not materialized. Despite vocal frustration with the process and pushing reform in Congress, Democrats did not unilaterally disarm. The hyper-aggressive map recently released by New York Democrats made it clear that the party may come out ahead in the process nationally. As Dave Wasserman from the Cook Political Report noted, quote, there aren't many breaks attempts haven't caught in redistricting so far. When it comes to the economy, inflation is still a top priority for voters and the main obstacle to Biden receiving higher marks on his handling of the economy. But unemployment is very low, growth is strong, and the latest jobs report was phenomenal. If inflation data released this Thursday shows a dip, Biden might be able to argue that the peak has been reached and the decline many economists predict this year is beginning. On the pandemic, the Omicron wave seems to have crested and a return to relative normalcy could be in sight. And when it comes to the GOP, the party's focus on 2020, January 6, and Donald Trump is creating major headwinds. That storyline started Thursday with the news of the RNC censure of Representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger for participating in the Democratic-led House investigation of the January 6th siege of the Capitol. Instead of looking to the future, the top headline was that the party wants to relitigate the past, catering to a man who many Republicans have privately hoped would just disappear. There have been only two midterm elections since World War II when the president's party gained House seats. In both cases, unusual nationalized elections around a single dominant issue helped the president overcome the typical midterm backlash. The big unsettled strategic debate for Democrats is whether Trump should become that issue in 2022. Some prominent strategists argue that the 2018 and 2020 elections, with Trump at the center, saw massive turnout increases for both parties, but that favored Democrats overall. Under this theory, the only hope for Democrats is to reassemble the 2018 and 2020 anti-Trump majority, and that means turning the election into a referendum on Trump, or at least Trumpism. These strategists want to highlight the work of the January 6th committee and the work of prosecutors investigating the former president, focus attention on Republican primary debates where candidates outbid each other, and their allegiance to Trump positions that are unpopular in a general election, nationalize Trump's campaign trail outrages, and spend heavily to make MAGA candidates who endorse the big lie the face of the GOP. Other Democrats are wary, said a prominent Democratic strategist to play, but quote, I'm not sure the evidence to date suggests elections around Trump do it for us, but that could change as the GOP legitimizes January 6th. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 10.15 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will receive the president's daily brief. At 1.30, Biden will participate in a bilateral meeting with the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. At 3.15, Biden and Scholz will hold a joint press conference. 
Press Secretary Jinsaka will brief at 1.45. The Senate will meet at 3 p.m. with votes on a couple of judicial nominations at 5.30. The House will meet at noon with votes postponed until 6.30. Alright, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghuman of and have a great week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Washington is trying to lower medicine costs with government price setting. It'll risk access to medicines and future cures. Instead of government price setting, let's lower medicine costs the right way. Let's cap your out-of-pocket costs. Let's stop middlemen from pocketing your discounts. Let's make insurance work the way it's supposed to for you. Let's protect patients the right way. Visit phrma.org slash protect patients to take action. Paid for by Pharma.